0: Your host for this program is Professor Frank Longo of Centenary University School of Professional Studies. Please note that before making any financial decisions, please seek sound financial advice from a financial professional. And now, here is your host, Professor Frank Longo. Hello, and welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students. Thank you for joining us. I was recently asked several questions that I'd like to answer here. First. How can we determine what is a good investment in the year 2022? My initial answer is simple. It's more about procedure. We're going to figure things out by staying calm, calmly evaluating our options in a thoughtful manner, and never, ever forgetting our purpose. Remember, your purpose is why you do everything you do. It is the reason. It is your motivator to work hard, save, and invest. When you save, you're giving up something. You're not spending today to achieve something in the future. And that often takes some motivation. So we want to keep that in mind. Let's talk about, though, how we're going to do it. What are we looking for? We're looking for the innovators, those who provide unique products and services that are needed and required by an ever-changing world. We're looking for those who can thrive in an inflationary environment, those who have the ability To raise prices. If you are unable to raise prices during times of inflation, your business will suffer. But if your products allow you to raise prices, you can thrive. We're looking for companies that can do that. Such companies are out there. And we will talk about a couple shortly. During the past year, the stock market went up substantially and reached new highs. As a result, many people feel it is too risky today. After all, Dow Jones Industrial Average is over 36000 With the Dow so high, they ask, isn't buying stock gambling? I don't equate investing with gambling. Investing does involve risk. There is always the risk the stock you buy will go down in price. If you sell it, you can lose money. Throughout 2021, we discussed many factors that could drive the market down, including inflation, rising interest rates, COVID, variants, supply chain issues, world tension, and other potential issues. Most, if not all of these factors, still exist today, and each would cause the market to fall. Let's stress that many risks still exist. Any stock investment involves risks, and there are ways to minimize it, but it can never be totally eliminated. We will talk about waste minim- minimize risk in a moment. Another question I hear is why should I, should I invest in stock? When well, I could put money in a bank, and it is guaranteed by the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, the FDIC. Although I'm only earning a low interest rate, currently about 1%, at least I'm not losing money. That's what some people say. My response is this In evaluating your savings, you have to consider inflation. If you are earning, interest at 1% and that is common, but prices are rising at a rate of more than 7% per year as they are today, you are losing buying power. Your savings will buy less in the future than if you spent it today. I'm not saying go spend your money, but I am suggesting that you consider the real rate of interest. This is the interest you are earning minus the inflation rate. Let's calculate the real rate of interest in an example. Take the rate your bank is paying, 1%, and subtract the inflation rate, 7%. That gives you a negative 6%. Your guaranteed account is losing 6%, and that could increase if inflation increases. This situation does not reduce the risk of investing in stock, but you cannot ignore that leaving your money in the savings account during times of inflation, involves the risk of losing buying power. Now let's talk about lowering risk. There are a number of points to consider. First, if you listen in frequently, you frequently hear me plead with you to set up an emergency fund. This is a separate account which you set aside money. The goal is to have enough money in the account to pay three to nine months of living expenses. And that money should only be used for an emergency. It's typically a bank account. And as we just said, bank accounts don't pay much interest. And for an emergency fund, that is okay. This is not an account for long-term savings. It should not hold the bulk of your assets just a few months of living expenses. If your employer has a 401k type of retirement plan, and most do these days, those who are working should participate. We realize that the average college student does not have a 401k, but college students need to know about the 401k and should keep it in mind for the time when you are working. Also, I hear that many listeners are working So they should consider the 401k account. It's typically an optional account. You choose whether to participate. You should participate. As a form of compensation, most employers will contribute to your account a matching figure. You should contribute whatever your employer is willing to match. So let me explain this with an example. If your plan falls for the employer, to contribute up to 5% of your salary to the plan, if you contribute 5%, then you should contribute that 5%. So the rule of thumb, contribute to the plan the percentage of your salary that your employer is willing to match, is willing to put in on your behalf. The employer's matching portion is normally referred to as free money. It is money you get only if you participate. So participate. Doing so will prepare you for retirement. Consider buying I-bonds. We've spoken about these before. The I stands for inflation. The interest rate this account pays is tied to inflation. So the current rate on an I-bond account is 7.12%, no greater than inflation. Keep in mind, is an account with the United States government, and the U.S. government has never failed to pay its debts. You can open an account online at treasurydirect.gov. By diversifying your assets in the way we just spoke about, you are in a better position to take on whatever risks you perceive the market to involve. And then you can reap the rewards of stock investing. Remember, the stock market is, on average, the highest paying investment in history. While there are many reasons the market could fall, there are many factors that could make it rise. There is talk that Omicron, the Omicron variant, could peak and actually fade soon. This would give the market quite a boost, in my opinion. There is a lot of money in the economy just waiting To be invested and spent. And when that starts, again, the market could get quite a boost. So our key is to find the right companies. As you invest in stock, consider the metrics that indicate a safer versus riskier investment. Consider beta, a measure of market risk. The higher the beta, the higher the risk, but also the higher the potential return. And that's based on the individual company's stock price history. A beta of one indicates average risk. Lower than one is less risky than the average stock and greater than one involves a higher risk, but also beta of greater than one can involve a higher reward. I like to invest in a number of companies that have varying betas. This diversification of betas increases potential returns while lowering risk. I also look for companies that expect future earnings to increase. This, earnings, in, increasing earnings, is thought of as the best predictor of rising stock prices. And in many cases, especially with new companies, the, the prediction based on what the company plans to do, the prediction of higher earnings, usually makes the stock price rise. I also look for companies that increase cash dividends. A company cannot pay and increase its dividend unless it has profits and cash. These are positive metrics. I'd like to emphasize, when companies do not pay dividends, it doesn't mean, that in itself does not mean they are poor investments. What it usually means is they have to put their money back into the business. Stocks who do increase their dividends, however, tend to be more cautious investments. Just something to think about as we try to diversify. So we might look for some companies that are paying increasing dividends and some others that are newer companies that are expanding. So they don't pay dividends, but they offer the potential of a higher return. Another way to lower risk is to diversify by investing in companies in different industries. And we have identified a number of companies and industries that are critical and important to their customers. We have two in particular that are worth considering as investments. First, Rio Tinto. The symbol is RIO. Rio Tinto is a United Kingdom based mining and metals company that produces iron ore, aluminum, copper, gold, silver, and minerals. It is expanding to what is called future facing commodities. They're facing the future because they provide a service. They provide a usefulness that other commodities don't provide, such as lithium. Rio Tinto is increasing its copper interest, and both lithium and copper are used in the manufacture of electric vehicles. Rio Tinto has agreed to buy property in Argentina that is known for having the best lithium deposits in the world. This is significant because, as we said, lithium, not only is it used in the manufacture of electric vehicles, it's critical to it. EVs cannot be made without lithium. Rio's entry into lithium is occurring while the lithium prices are surging. Remember, a company's ability to raise prices is an important investing factor. RIO also makes fertilizers and is working to reduce the pollution associated with its production. RIO's strategy fits nicely with the worldwide trend and concern about pollution and carbon. From a financial measurement perspective, RIO has a beta of 0.64, less than one. Its stock price has been less risky than the market as a whole. It projects higher future earnings, in large part based on lithium, and this is evidenced by its forward earnings ratio being less than its trailing price earnings ratio. It pays a dividend that yields more than 9% based on its stock price of about $72 per share. This is a significantly high dividend. Rio is in the right field at the right time and is worth considering as a long-term investment. Another important company in a critical industry is MP Materials, symbol is MP. It produces rare earth materials that are used to make numerous magnets required by electric vehicles. It also produces other rare earth products used to make drones and systems, medical equipment, wind turbines, and robotics. In short, its products are rare and important in the industries of the future. It owns and operates the Mountain Pass Mine, which is the only operating rare earth mine in the United States. China currently produces many of the rare earth minerals that are important to critical industries. Every major auto manufacturer and every auto startup is determined to make EVs, and they have the support of just about every major government. The goal is to reduce carbon emissions. EVs are in our future. MP materials will be viewed as an important domestic supplier for auto companies. General Motors signed a binding long-term contract with MP in 2021 to buy rare-earth alloy and finished magnets that will be used to make the GMC Hummer, which is an EV, Cadillac, Lyrig, Chevrolet, Silverado, and more than a dozen other models. On the financial end, MP does not have a beta. How can this happen? This is because the company was formed in 2017. It doesn't have enough of a history to calculate beta. In other words, the company is too new to have a beta. And this implies a greater risk than a company like Rio Tinto, since newer companies are normally riskier investments. MP doesn't pay a dividend. And again, this is normal for a newer company. It does project higher future earnings, which is a positive factor. Both Rio Tinto and MP Materials are in critical industries of the future. They are at the forefront of something big, the conversion to electric vehicles. These companies should be considered as part of a well-diversified portfolio of stocks. MP's greater implied risk may be an acceptable one to take on, since it is the only company of its kind in the United States. I suggest following these companies and consider investing even in a small number of shares. In another show, we will discuss the auto companies that are well prepared to make electric vehicles and prosper. Until next time, stay calm, thoughtful, and purposeful.